make myself another lunchable even though it's like not really a lunchable it's just like salami and cheese <laughs> and mustard on a cracker well so it's basically a lunchable you can't fucking throw mustard in there you're getting way too goddamn fancy you're breaking the ecosystem it's, it's, it's Dijon honey mustard that means nothing to me it's from Hillsborough, Oregon. Whoa. Family owned since 1929. <laughs> I prefer to think that none of that is actually on the package. You're just... <laughs> 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 Matt likes a good craft mustard. <laughs> Matt, just, Matt just has a like growler of mustard from his favorite... <laughs> Mustard. My brewery. grandma actually did send send me some craft um, fruits from this orchard in Oregon, <laughs> and like all the vines and stuff were taken from like places in like France. So they're all like really old, old like established roots. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Classic French apple trees and orange trees and. And like I I, I I ate one of the apples and it was like seriously one of the best fucking apples I've ever fucking had. It looked like it looked like a painting of an apple. Like it was so beautiful. <laughs> I thought you were gonna fucking sit there and tell me that the vines were made out of reclaimed driftwood or some shit. Alright, are you back, Ben? Welcome to episode six of Super Best Friends Cast. Uh, now that oh. <laughs> Super Best Friend Cast has ended, uh, you know that name is just up for dibs. So we're calling <laughs> it's ours now. The podcast formerly known as Rouge One. Why don't we call it the Best Friend Supercast? <laughs> Super Best Buddies. <laughs> I am Kevin Yost. Matt Gould. Uh friend here and i am ben rogers uh and so last week we went ahead and had Ooh. the smash a palooza Whoa, we're not gonna we're not gonna discuss the elephant in the room here or the missing <laughs> <laughs> the silence we're from the gonna, other corner of the room <laughs> never happened <laughs> he was never here let the pass die kill it if you have to matt <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Uh, Sud, Good. what is being pointed <laughs> out is that Sud is not with us this week. Uh, he has other things to do that are better than us. Uh, so maybe he'll <laughs> return next you. week. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, probably. But the future is a mysterious thing. Uh, I can't see. Ever in motion, the future happening. is. What do you think is going to happen in the future, Kevin? One thing. Everything and nothing. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Probably. Speaking of the future, let's talk about the past. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start, because fuck you guys. I never get to start. I don't I'm going to talk about the past. I played near Automata. Yeah. Fucking, I went way into the past. The 
majority of my time was spent playing <laughs> Near Automata and God of War. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played either one of those. I have not played Near Automata, but I have friends who tell me I should. <laughs> have you played God of War? Yes, I beat God of War. Whoa. You think yeah. some kind I'm of big f- shot? I'm fairly close to beating God of War. I just need to I need to push through. I just kind of, I don't know. Another game came out or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Got distracted. Uh, I'll go ahead and mention God of War first then, since you guys can weigh in. Uh, I am relatively, I mean, I don't know, maybe 10 plus hours. Uh, I have okay. come back from Alfheim. Uh, so the world has like really opened up, which took me off guard in the oh, first okay. place because yeah, right. Uh, in the first episode, I remember said mentioning like, "Hey, did you know that God of War is like an RPG essentially?" And I was like, "I didn't." And so I start playing that with that, playing the game with that in mind, and like I'm just like, "How? How does this work? Like all of this is very linear, you know, like set piece stuff, like you see from a right. lot of the." God of War games, and it is that, you know, it's the 10 to 15 hour tutorial kind of thing, where you do a ton of really scripted story things, go to a fucking another dimension, come back, <laughs> and then it's just like, yeah, you beat the tutorial, here's the world for you to explore. Yeah, you can go at it any which way. Uh, I think the quote-unquote leveling system is interesting uh skills yeah and so far as like the experience you earn doesn't push you towards a new level it's just a currency you buy for unlocking skills right and the way you progress to new levels is by getting gear whose stats add up together high enough to push you to the new level uh which yeah which is not a uh a system I've seen before. It's really unique, and the you know the using XP to buy skills has been used a lot, but I've never seen. It's that, a really like, cool way to put a limit on the player, so they're not like you know, so they maintain that experience of difficulty the whole way through, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. I. I think it does lose something in the way that it's implemented in God of War insofar as... Uh, well, because it's just such a drastic change to God of War itself? No, just in the fact that like there's no fanfare or anything when you do manage to level up. Like, mm-hmm. I hit level 2 and like outside Did you want of... you want a <laughs> Just something, because like, literally it does nothing. Like, the number 2 doesn't goes a, up. Doesn't it... It doesn't like flash in front of your screen like you are now. No, it doesn't. Oh it doesn't wow. flash anything on your screen. It doesn't make like a special sound. It just the bar fills up and the number goes up one and then the bar <laughs> resets. <laughs> uh, right. And like so, in addition to that being like not very rewarding, it also means that like I don't know what the fuck it means to be level two. Like, did I get anything from it? Is there any real benefit to being level two outside of like the better gear I've already equipped? Yeah, it's only for it's only for um, gear, right? It's only for gear limitations. I right? think in some items, like you can yeah. only get some items at certain levels or something. Like exactly, drops. like all gear though. It doesn't have to do with your skills or anything. Yeah, I mean, I guess Maybe, that makes sense. I haven't you, uh, 
played far you get like a boost to... of ex- do you get like a boost of stuff to spend on skills when you level up no yeah Man. i didn't get like a bunch of money in xp or anything at least yeah, like crazy. maybe something came up and i just totally missed it but mm. yeah it was just yeah nothing. i guess it didn't really affect me i didn't really bother to notice that that's interesting the characters have been a lot of fun uh i i don't have a ton of experience with the older games uh, i think i've talked we were to talking you. about god of war no i know the oh, older okay. god of war games you know the ones oh, that existed well, you said before characters and i was like wait what oh, yeah there's a lot of characters in the game yeah there's yeah. a and talking head he's fucking awesome and so the the point I was trying to make is that I played through the first game up to the final boss, did not beat Ares, and then have not played any of the other games. Oh, so wow. my entire like image of Kratos was limited to the first game. So I can't really comment on how he changed throughout the other games. I from what I have like gleaned, he just got progressively angrier. And didn't really yeah. change outside yeah. of that. Uh, you should really play the third angrier. one. Yeah, the third one's good. The second one is even better, I would say. Oh man, I like the third one so much. Uh, the third one is, is fighting like, on the Titans, and you're just you're just killing all the gods. Well, more gods, <laughs> the bigger gods. Uh, but yeah, so I'm. Uh, I, I'm almost trying to treat it as if I have no experience with the series and just going off of what the this game gives me for Kratos. And, you so know, he's, he's kind of God gruff. God of War 1 for you. Yeah, he's just like kind of gruff, angry dad. And like... Uh, he, he ends the game like on top, which is rare for the God of War series. For this game? For, uh, for the, the first game. Oh, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, why are you fucking talking about the ending for this game? Uh, no, I'm talking about the ending for uh, the first game. Yeah, but so uh, that's interesting. Obviously, none of the other characters uh, existed in the series beforehand. I'm pretty sure Kratos fucking killed everybody he ever met in the previous games. <laughs> well, yeah, by the end was, of the third, or one. they died. <laughs> uh, but so I, I'm really liking them a lot. The dwarf brothers are funny and weird and interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. The witch is True. just kind of really, cool. It was a really weird element to a God of War game, like a merchant. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, a shop. Like, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, really? We're doing this? Okay. Like, <laughs> like they <laughs> just upgrade. had to go with it. You yeah, know, they like. upgrade your weapon, and I'm like, yeah, I get this. And they're like, feel free to buy anything. I'm like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> What are you buying? <laughs> yeah. I'll take that uh, sniper they rifle. They might they might they might be like between the the merchant in Resident Evil 4 and the brothers in God of War. Those are probably the two best kind of like random merchants, you know. Mhm. Uh but yeah, so they're in terms of weird and interesting and they have their own little quirks and I really like the way they interact with uh, Atreus. Uh, Atreus oh, is yeah. not uh like, he's definitely been very interesting. Uh, and, like, the only portion of the game where he's gotten on my nerves at any point has been totally justified in that it is... Yeah, when, even even uh, Kratos is mad at him, and you're like, I get this. I get why he's mad <laughs> at Atreus. 
No, it's it's when Atreus. Uh, so it's like when you're leaving Alfheim, and so Atreus is just like super pissed off at you, and is oh, just right. being like a horrible little, little bitch. shit. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like you know you potentially left him there for fucking hours. Like who knows? So like yeah, it's just like yeah, this is like annoying to be on this end of, but like. Your your fucking anger and your look at look at here, you little shit. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying he's totally justified. It's just like you know, right. I've had to murder like eighty people because you were just gone for some indiscriminate length of time, and I'm yeah. When you were sure you were specifically told not to. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were ever gonna come back or just abandon me. Uh, but so yeah, he's been really good, which is super fucking important for a child who's gonna follow you for, <laughs> I assume, the entire game. Yeah. And not only follow you, but, like, be in part of your combat. Right, that's yeah. always a tricky thing, and, like, we see so many other games doing this, <coughs> and I'm really glad that they found a way for him to be effective, but also not in the way. Yeah. Whereas um, there um, is, there are threats to him, which which doesn't completely take you out of the element of him by your side. You actually have to watch out for him with those like little bugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's not like one of those little helper drones you get in the space games that are just flying around you shooting <laughs> things. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is that the visuals for the game are fucking absolutely top notch and -hmm. like i know these like huge sweeping vistas and the you know uh i got i'm blanking on the term but the well just like you know god of war is a game that's been known for like its set pieces yeah and you know like crazy like action areas with like the sweeping cameras and the crazy backgrounds and Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I've seen clips of the third games and of the second and third games, and nothing in those games has like reached the level of stuff of even just like when you meet the witch and you go to her house and this giant oh, right. fucking turtle like you know stands up out of the ground with this All massive the tree just on its falling. back. Yeah, the game has some amazing like um, fanciful woodland elements that pull from like you can tell like they got a lot of influence from movies and other stuff over the time like when that when when she lifts her house up i was getting some major like um <clears throat> never ending story vibes when mm. you're going um meet the the wise old guy good <laughs> and uh yeah th- this game definitely has some of the most epic set pieces of um any game that's come out really recently i would say yeah i it's really good i can't really think of anything that goes quite as hard as this has consistently yeah like the red dead um environment yeah is really detailed and sprawling and gorgeous but like it's not as epic as a norse fantasy you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean you know like ben kind of alluded to you're not gonna be fucking running around red dead as this fucking god world serpent hovers over you visible from most parts (laughs) of the planet yeah 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 it's not like Um, like 
you know, the same vistas with like Zelda, where you have where you have the just ominous castle with the thunder clapping in the distance, you know, mm-hmm. and that black void around it. Um, outside of that, like the the combat's good. I mean, it's you know above <laughs> average combat, but it doesn't really do much to kind of uh, innovate in that area. You know, I just like how I just like the over-the-shoulder camera combat system. I think it works really well, and it makes you like closer to the fight rather than the old games, which would pan out based on your weapons. Yeah. You know, I yeah. also like how the game has a good mix of giant bosses and like small, intimate boss fights, where it's like you feel like even like the stakes might even be higher because you're fighting somebody who's like quote unquote like your size you know what i mean yeah you got that you got that intimate 1v1 yeah it's not it's not always just like oh i'm the size of this creature's eyeball yeah so, like, and i got to constantly... run up and jump in his ear and punch his brains out by pressing x rapidly <laughs> yeah a lot of the times yeah. it's like oh this guy's within an inch or two of my <laughs> size <laughs> yeah I will say one thing that's been super disappointing, especially playing this game so quickly after having played Doom 2016, mm. is like, how are you going to make this game and not uh, create way more of those like cinematic kills? Why is it oh, the yeah, same I kill? Agree. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not only is it the same kill for the same type of enemy every single time, um, same weapon. Well, yeah, but, like, one of the bosses I fought when I fucking beat him down and got to use a cinematic kill, it was literally just the exact same kill from one of the normal enemies, except he looked at me and said something in a different language before I finished, like, chopping his head off. And it's just, like, really, even for the boss, you couldn't fucking, you know, create something new and really unique where it's just, like, it looks good, but, like... If I'm going to fight five of these guys and do the cinematic kill on every single one of them, then it just really sticks out that it's the yeah. exact same thing every time. That is true. Um, Reminds me of, like, Dark Souls and chaining backstabs. Yeah. Uh, the the last thing I wanted to mention real quick uh, that I enjoy is you have the triangle to retrieve your axe and then you have the right on the D-pad to put your axe on your back or take it off. I also like the fact that if your axe is on your back, you can press triangle <laughs> to retrieve it and have it fly oh, yeah. the three <laughs> inches to your hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other game I played good. was Nier Automata. Um, Automata? Had, I don't know. Automata. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... Neither one of I you think have played that at all, right? No, but I have friends. No, it's just unfortunate because Sud Sud really likes the game, so maybe I mean maybe uh, we'll have to revisit it when he's back, so he can you know say a thing or two. Oh, and I mean it's definitely going to come up next week when we do our best of the year discussions. I, oh, okay, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, nice. uh, cool. But yeah, I've been enjoying that a lot. Uh, you know, it's a platinum game, so it has the like crazy intricate uh, co- 
combat with like all of these different weapon types that you keep finding throughout the game. Uh, they there's a lot of fights where they'll just throw a ton of guys at you. You're talking about um, pure platinum, right? What do you mean? The company. Yes. Yeah. Okay. People who did Bayonetta. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's. I didn't know, realize it was done games. by them. Yeah. Um, the the setting of the game is definitely interesting. I didn't play the original Nier. I don't know anything about it. I think like three people do. I don't think it matters for this game. I think yeah. just the story that Nier Automata or Atomata or Automata brings is whatever's right there. I don't think knowing any of the other games, maybe for little details, but from what I hear, it's like the story there is a whole. You have to beat it like eight times, though. <laughs> but yeah, the the basic like background lore is, hey, in the year 5,000, aliens showed up and released these machines that started wiping out humanity. So, you know, a handful of survivors managed to escape to the moon. 200 years later... The survivors on the moon created androids and sent them to Earth to try and, like, wipe out the machines and the aliens and reclaim Earth. It is now roughly the year 12,000. So they have been at it for almost as long as humanity was around before the aliens showed up. And, like, there are still machines everywhere. Um, Goodness. Yeah, and so you start out the game... As like, we have to kill the machines, all the machines are evil. Very quickly it's like, oh, some of these are like sentient and like forming communities and like what's happening here. And that, you know, leads into all the events of the game. Like the um, fact that the robots are there and don't have a threat anymore. So they just start doing their own thing, kind of? Yeah, like they, you know, they, it's been 7,000 years. They have right. like any humans left on the planet have long been since wiped out and like all they've had to do is like kill the androids who are trying to like reclaim the planet so you know you're trying to just figure out what's going on with all that and so that's been really right. interesting uh kind of like god of war the characters are a lot of fun and the way they interact with each other is you know it's kind of that very like japanese sort of wacky attitude towards it oh yeah uh, you know a lot of the characters are just very animated uh, a lot hands of the, on their hips <laughs> yeah more or less like <laughs> you uh you know there are there are like operator robots who don't leave the satellite you're based in and like only relay <clears throat> messages to you and like the one that works with you just like constantly gushes over how much she wish she could come to earth and look so pretty and blah and she just wants to talk to you about all these really girly things and like Tubi doesn't give a shit you know she's just very like that is unnecessary to the mission like that is a distraction uh the character 9s that follows you around constantly is also uh interesting but he's also i I'm very confused by what they're trying to do with the character because he swaps back and forth between, hey, like, you know, you know, instead of calling me 9S, just call me 9s. It's like, all my friends call me 9s. And, like, we have to adhere to the mission. All machines are evil and they have to die. And so it's very confusing what they're trying to do with that character. Does he 
super like you know follow the belief of the androids and what they're doing or is he fucking <laughs> so i don't know it's it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what they do with all that uh how far the, are you into it i don't know <laughs> i've played close to 20 hours oh, okay um, so but, but like, you haven't beaten it yet yeah i've not beaten it i do know okay. that it's based around playing a lot of you know Multiple playing it over and over again um but they're different each time, so that's really interesting. Yeah, so maybe I'll be able to get one beat playthrough before we have our end Not of the year super, discussion. Not the super, super perfect ending. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's weird and the world's cool. Uh, I super nice. recommend it. Uh, nice. Last thing I had to really mention is I watch the first season of the Netflix show The Sick Note. I don't know if I was, you guys... I was looking at that. I watched that's, the preview for That's it. with Ron Weasley, right? Yeah, it's with Rupert Grint and Nick Frost, uh, who is Ron Weasley and then the fat guy from <laughs> Shaun of the Dead and, uh, you know, those movies. If He does a lot more than just be the fat guy. He's a, lot, he's a producer in a lot of things. Well, yeah, but if... <laughs> If somebody doesn't recognize the name Nick Frost, <laughs> they're going to be like, oh. gentleman alongside. <laughs> yeah. I'm just giving you some <laughs> Uh It's okay. I'll I'll probably stick with the second season just to see where it goes. Because, like, it's already out. Uh, but it's... How many episodes a season? It's not very long. It's only, like, six or eight episodes. Like, okay. the first episode is 45 minutes, but then the rest are all 22. So even oh, okay. though it says nice. Netflix original, Digestible. I get... Yeah, even though it says Netflix original, I get the impression that this, like, aired in England before, and, you know, Netflix just picked up distribution rates or something. Uh, uh. But it, I, it's hard to recommend, because it's not bad... But you know those movies where, uh, you know, it's just like a comedy of errors where it's just like, oh, I'm trying to do this thing. And in doing that, I do something slightly illegal. And in trying to cover that up, I get into more mm-hmm. trouble. It's just like that fucking Rube Goldberg of comedy. Yeah, it's just fucking unending. Like, oh. there's, there's even the end of the first season is just a cliffhanger for like more of that preparing to happen. And so it's just like, fucking, I I don't get a chance to, like, relax. I can't take it. (laughs) Yeah, the characters never get a chance to, like, breathe and be like, oh, maybe I'll be okay. It's just a constant, like, I'm on the verge of going to jail for life over, like, non-things. Crazy. So, yeah. Matt, what have you been up to? Um, well, besides just playing Smash, unlocking more characters, and just getting more into finding, like, who I like, um, to go back to, like, last week, and something I haven't brought up, um, I, I recently rewatched um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, oh, man. I haven't, I don't think I've watched it in at least five plus years. You know, I haven't watched it in a while, too. Um, I watched, of course, the extended editions. Well, I don't think yes. there's... Any other way, you miss out on some key things. I feel like um, it's uh, still really good. Um, it's still the like Oscar-winning fantasy epic adventure movie that it was when it came out. Did you cry? 
Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but uh, I just uh, I really appreciate like um, you know seeing like the uh, the mocap like special effects kind of like starting not really starting in that but like with Andy Serkis um, as Schmeagel oh, yeah. and Gollum and like kind of where we are today and like how how amazing the the special effects and technology have come and even how amazing they still are back then um yeah uh I think um it's really interesting like how there's like so much uh heart and personality in the Lord of the Rings movies but like the Hobbit just kind of feels like such a uh, I don't know. Like the Hobbit trilogy just feels like then like uh it's you know like 80, how they have those eighty percent like green screen, you know? Yeah, you know how they have those um yeah, it's just like Yeah. There isn't <laughs> as much like you know, there isn't as much love, you know, they don't they fly out to California and not, you know the, um not but to actual something locations. That also came out last week that I watched was the second um, longer trailer for Godzilla the sequel to Legendary's Godzilla franchise Dude, Godzilla this, King of the Monsters they, they're not, there's not going to be any dinosaur fight monster fights it's going to be two hours of introducing all these <laughs> monsters <laughs> I don't know I think the, the I think it's going to it's going to be it looks it's Looks pretty there's sweet. so it does, but there's so many. I feel like the movie's gonna <clears throat> end right as Gamora and Godzilla are charging towards Gamora. each other. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, crossover man. Who? The, the Who is Gamora? The three-headed dragon. <laughs> Gamora. Well, Gamora is um, a different mon kaiju altogether, but. Well, then, just that would be a crossover of the ages. Um, <laughs> shows like, you my knowledge of Godzilla monsters. I'm just like super hyped for 2019 in general for movies. There's a lot lined up of some really cool shit, man. Yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel, Avengers Four. Captain, oh, yeah, right. that like we start Avengers off with Captain 4. Marvel, and then don't have to wait too much longer before they drop Avengers Four on us, and then next the next month after that, Godzilla King of King, King of Monsters. Yeah, and then Spider-Man in the summer we get Spider Man Far From Home. Far From Home. And then to top the year off, we're gonna have Star Wars Episode Nine. I mean, it's just oh, like God. insane. Where the push broom kid becomes a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think no. The reason why I don't think we're gonna see Broom Kid ever again is because they gave him the dumbest name possible. Is it, is it Broom Kid? No, oh, but just... like I looked at it, I looked at it in the like com- in, in the in, like his canon name is so dumb that they will never like show him Mushu... where somebody has to say it. What like, is it? <laughs> Is it I, I could worse look it up, like, Dexter please. Jetster. No, because <laughs> no, that is a brilliant name. That that is George Lucas's baby. Yeah, but George Lucas didn't write this name. That's what. So how can it be amazing if it's not a yeah. George Lucas name? <laughs> um. <laughs> well, yeah, there are people who say technically anything that's not Lucas is fan fiction. <laughs> Django. His name is. 
Tamiri Blag. (laughs) 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 Like, so... So I don't think we'll be seeing Broom Kid. (laughs) And chances are his, like... Blag, you gotta pull up! (laughs) (laughs) If anything... Yeah. I love the time-honored tradition of nobody is allowed to show up in the background of a fucking shot in Star Wars for half a frame without, without having a name. A terrible fucking name for no reason. <laughs> or an I, elaborate I, backstory. I for, guarantee um, I love, you every I love, single person love, in Canto Blight Kento Bite has a fucking name. Every one of the horses yeah. has a breed, like a yeah. trainer. <laughs> they have a whole. I mean, they have a book about a bunch of like Kanto Bite side stories. Of course they do. Amazing. But uh, one of the one of my favorite side character names is a uh, Kidster, um, <laughs> and a kid's little friend from, from Bojack Horseman. <laughs> No, the the little kid who who says wizard or whatever in the Phantom Menace, his name is literally like Kidster. Like George was saying, they're like, um, I need a name for I need a name for Anakin's little friend. He's a kid. Uh, he's a you know a little spunky, so he's like a Kidster. <laughs> he's the great mind, dude. All, like all his names are so funny, like. Like like Kevin was saying, there's that there's that scene where um, he hires Boba Fett to go get Han Solo, and like there's a row of bounty hunters, and they all have they all have names and like elaborate backstories. Oh yeah, at this point, and you know, in the legend stuff that now is no longer canon, I'm sure each of them have oh, right. at least two books. <laughs> right, at least. I- yeah, I think IG-88 has, like, three or four different, like, times that he dies throughout <laughs> Legends. <laughs> God. That's great. Like, you can, yeah, Star Wars fans can complain about, you know, their favorite things, like Thrawn and whatnot being non-canon, but, like, fucking, the extended universe was a mess. And there was <laughs> nothing Disney could do without being like, fuck it, none of it counts. <laughs> well they they're picking and choosing things that that do you know like they're they're weaving in you know they brought thrawn back well, yeah and that's fine i'm just saying like you can't be mad that they had to start over yeah because yeah. basically he was like you want to write a book pay me money <laughs> it would be like if Somebody, the one thing that is the one thing I, that is really um um interesting that they did scrap from the the legends is they there's there's two novels that came out before the buyout um one of them was tarkin and then the next one was plagueis tarkin is considered canon but plagueis is not (laughs) and i think it's really interesting that they would want to hold off with like maybe you know like we're definitely going to get like a curtain revealed on the whole like palpatine slash plagueis history you know what i mean yeah, slash potentially Snoke or anybody for any potential new series, because like that—that's there's a whole window of opportunity for that that would be way more interesting than Cassian Andor series. Fucking no! 
Episode 9 is going to be so far in the future. It's fucking Broom Kid's grandson. Blarg! <laughs> the, the First <laughs> Order has been long dead. Blag. Yeah, blag. <laughs> Random Star Wars tangent. <laughs> yeah, what else kind. did you get up to? Um, you know, not not a whole lot, you know. Mm. Just, uh... You finish yeah. unlocking characters in Smash? I unlocked a lot of characters that I like playing. Um, I'm really into this, the Inkling right now, which has uh, got a really fun play style. And um, I will tell you, you said last week that you didn't like how you couldn't reload until you were empty. Mm-hmm. If you're shielding and then hit B, you'll reload wherever you're at. Like My God. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's super good to tip. know, and it is by no means intuitive. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I exactly. literally don't think any other character accomplishes anything else while shielding. No one, yeah, no one else has, like, a shield B-move. Well, I mean, you can get hit while you're reloading. Well, yeah. But, I mean, but like... still, no one has a no yeah. one has a button combination move that is yeah, shield from, B. Yeah, from shield. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't... Like a separate move. <laughs> An and something else I thought I think somebody told me is if you hit, um, like if you hit uh, X and attack at the same time, you will automatically do a short hop attack. Oh yeah, that's true. David does okay. it all the that time. That is levels into fighting games beyond anything I ever care to learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as you I, say I also, short hop or cancel, I'm fucking checked out. Wait, <laughs> cancel um, your jump? What? <laughs> Um, I'm really happy to have Young Link back. I am probably going to be playing him more than anybody. Are you milk taunting every chance you get? Oh yeah, it's so <laughs> quick and easy that like you can just do it forever. He's gotten better at drinking milk. <laughs> he only takes one. Yeah, he takes it down in one gulp now. Yeah, really learn how to open his throat. I do wish that. Relax I, your I do throat, wish Young Link. There was a um um a mode where you could. Or a, uh, not a mode, but a, a feature where if you like held down taunt instead of just tapped it, like he would do the longer milk taunt. Like he would you drink for drinking. like as long as <laughs> as long as you held down like go, the go, taunt button. Bye, bye. And then like if you let go, he like goes like ah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a three minute long taunt. Or like a belch. If you hold it down for more than 30 seconds, you just start vomiting milk. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know, Young Link like, is oh lactose intolerant. <laughs> Sakurai really lost it. Why is he doing that? <laughs> um, I would say that, like, they finally got, um, like, the heavy characters right. You know what I mean? All the heavy characters are... They don't feel, like... They feel I remember, heavy. like, sometimes <laughs> if you would you would pick a heavier character, you might be like, oh, man, you know, I'm picking Bowser. I'm just going to get knocked around. Or I pick DK, you know, it's... But, like, now, if you when you pick the, the heavier characters, yeah, they do feel heavy, but, like, they also have, like, the added bonus that the whole game is faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> So while they're technically maybe slower, but they're still faster than they've ever been for us. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been huge into the big characters. I might have to try them out a little more. 
I do want to be better with King K. Rule than I am. Oh, I love King K. Rule. He's such a joy to play. Apparently, like, he's like when he's so... people made the tier list. It's like King K. Rule in his own tier list, and then yeah. it's everybody else. He has like so many benefits to his. His gun kit. is amazing. He it's a has, spacing tool. It's he good has damage. More super it's crazy. armor attacks than any of the other heavies. Yeah, yeah. he does have a lot of because he's got that he belly. Is, He's got the belly, and plus, like, he also has, like, the clap has super armor. Yep, and his, the belly. His charge has slam. super armor. His body slam has super armor. His yep. down smash has super armor. It's never ending. <laughs> yeah, he's. They're pr- he, I imagine they might nerf him. I don't think so, just because it's so ridiculous that, like, he's. Just, I mean, I think I mean, they will with, if like, you, wait with for any the first other... tournament, and then all we see uh, is King K rules. I doubt it because there are a lot of people are starting to pick up on like Richter and um uh I don't like their playstyle. I yeah, I went in I went in wanting to like them so much because I love Castlevania, but then when I see that like they're just a, they're a spacing character. They're like Samus. Yeah. All you're doing is firing the range. Samus. <laughs> well, I mean given the characters like it yeah, makes absolutely makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But I just wish you were more versatile in a brawling sense. I wanted more of that, you know, close up melee. But it makes perfect sense. So, well, yeah. Oh well. Like it's definitely difficult to adjust to because it has <laughs> almost the same learning curve as if you were playing the old Castlevania. You know, like playing Castlevania yeah, yeah. One, and it's just like, oh, I have to like adjust to the way these moves arc or fall or whatever except instead of like slow zombies and fucking lazy bats it's just absurd craziness coming at you those floaty heads are annoying though (laughs) fuck the floaty Um, heads it'd be so much it'd be so funny if like when you got hit you would fall back you'd like go back like a couple feet like in the game (laughs) Um, I would not expect tournaments to have any effect on who gets nerfed because fucking Nintendo does not give a shit about. Oh yeah, they do, yeah they yeah. They'll true. make nerfs if the online communities become like nothing but four person King K rule matches. <laughs> <laughs> They'll step Man. in, but like if the top ten in the next fucking Evo are all King K rule, they couldn't give a shit. Yeah, they're not very active about that kind of thing. I will say that it is super disappointing that you have to pay for the um, online service and that it is not up to snuff. I'm just glad it's cheap as fuck. Yeah, it is cheap as fuck, but like... I'm I'm pretty much just getting it for one game. You know, I'm not going to be hopping on Mario Kart online anytime yeah, soon. Or, or, you, you know, Mario Party so like, with randos. <laughs> essentially playing, paying a monthly fee to play Smash with my friends. Yeah. Because, like, I, mean, I don't really have too much not, of... Are you, and, but and we, get that little, time, we get that Nintendo emulator, though, <laughs> I think. Yeah. The what? The fucking... You get a thing you can download that has a ton of original Nintendo games, and like you can oh, play you them can, on your Switch. Yeah, you can fucking save state in Super Mario Brothers One now. Fuck, oh, well, I might have to check money? that out. I mean, I like class. I mean, that's a cool bonus. Whatever, cool. 
<laughs> I am fucking, it's nothing you haven't been doing on a shitty toaster for 20 years with emulators. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. But, but it's but, on um, a Switch now. <laughs> they got a hat. <laughs> um, I, I did watch a kind of... Uh, a movie that necessarily I don't think any of you guys might have even heard of. It was called uh, The Spy Who Dumped Me. It had uh, Mila Kunis and um, uh, Oh my god, that romantic um, co- I've heard of this. This is a romantic the, the really, comedy, the right? Really f- yeah, the really funny um, girl from SNL, the blonde girl, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of like a spy. It has Justin uh, Thur- uh, Theroux and he's like a spy and so it's yeah, like I've this, heard, I've heard um, of this spy movie wrapped up in a weird rom-com. And um, it was funny because it had like this mix of like really well shot like spy action. Mm-hmm. And then like it has that ridiculous like Kate McKinnon type, <laughs> you know, humor. And and I mean, she just she dominates just about any movie where she's in you know she's she's yeah. the funniest part of it like Hams the ghostbusters movie she's the funniest part of the ghostbusters movie yeah well that and um what's his name um chris hensworth he's <laughs> oh, yeah i was gonna say thor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was he was fucking good in that movie but um anyways it was a it was a decent movie i mean it was like a uh a, a, maybe a 6.5 on the on the max scale, six point seven, six point five, like almost a, a six point, almost seven. Seven is like a you know, a, a, a rental, up or you know. Down. I wouldn't <laughs> say like, I'd go out of my way to see an IMAX screening of it. <laughs> well, then is it even worth it? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you guys need a, a movie to watch with the lady. I would, uh, I would check it out. Nice. I'll keep that in mind. How about you, Ben? Um, yeah, I, unlocked, has, uh, I unlocked all Millie the characters. Bobby ben. Millie Bobby Ben has finished and gotten all the characters unlocked in Smash. Have you made a Millie Bobby Ben me? No, but I should. No, I'm more yeah, excited to make should. my old, my old DS me fighters because I used to have Hank Hill... Dale Gribble and uh, Bill the Dozer Dotrieve. <laughs> I just made a um, a uh, Doctor Nira Chan from Who Is America fighter. <laughs> nice. That's that's a hot take right there. That's a fucking deep cut. <laughs> I love the changes they've made to Palutena. She's like even better than she was. She's super fun. They changed her forward B. It's no longer the the big shield. Instead, her counter is a projectile reflector and a counter, which is amazing. And now her forward B is like this ball of fire that she creates in a spot. It's much bigger than um, Zelda's, Hmm. and it seems to just be a straight line from her that appears. It's not like it travels. It's just a it just appears in the spot uh, a specific distance away from her so it's kind of mm-hmm. it has a really hard hitbox i'm not entirely sure if i can control that or not i haven't had enough time to mess around with it uh-huh. another another guy who's uh stuck out to me that i've really loved is incineroar he is a lot of fun 
the the only problem I have with him is he's like Little Mac. He's got no recovery. Yeah, I haven't played Incineroar a bunch. I keep fucking up the. Uh... Me too. I don't know. I, I'm. I've done it once, and I got the challenge achievement, but I haven't done it since then. And I'm like, how do I do it? Didn't done what? The the lariat when you throw him against the wall. Oh, you throw yeah. him against the ring, and then if you time it right, you slam him. Yeah, and most I've, of the time they just fucking run into me. <laughs> yeah, well, most of the time I throw him up, and I don't know how to just do the lariat slam. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, he's but, definitely a more interesting character than I went into assuming, because I don't really give a shit about Pokemon, so I was just like, oh, oh dude, I love a Pokemon ninja. I don't even recognize. Ninja Frog. I really like um, I like Link's new uh, bombs. Those are fun. It feels really? a lot more. It feels a lot more like Snake's um, remote mines. I like I like how Link has a normal crab. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, yeah. Even I though that messes like me up shaving. all the time. No, it. I mean, once you get used to it, it actually makes him so much stronger of well, I'm, a I'm sword excited. character. I'm excited to get used to him, but for right now, I'm always, like, rolling back and be like, oh, yeah, try to grab, and then I just sn- <laughs> swipe the air with my paw, and it's like, that's right, I don't have a hook shot anymore. Yeah, and, like, when you, it makes him seem, like, way more reckless in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I enjoy, I enjoy the changes they made, the very small changes, but it, it feels right, it feels good. Um, the last kind of like note for Smash, like the worst character is Rosalina and Luma. Dude, I three but last game before uh, Dave left today. I th- I uh, I three stocked him as Rosalina against uh, what? his. I know, just at against his Lucario. So it wasn't his Fox or it wasn't his Marth, but I three stocked him and. I I was just as shocked as you were. I don't even know like what what I'm doing when I'm playing. I, I her. was hitting. Like I was. She racks up a lot of damage really I don't quick. Get, I don't understand that character much at all. I didn't either, but I did really well. I don't think I'll ever do that well with her ever again. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, it's almost enough to make me not want to play random anymore. Which you, like the only reason why I've been. Like I think random's a good option for online is because it takes forever to fucking choose a character. It does. Yeah. I, I'm doing the same thing where it's like because uh, like play I like this, to I change characters. Yeah. I like changing characters every couple rounds at least. But like even that like is like a taxing thing, especially when you have the arena going. You don't want to stop. Oh, the you don't want to stop arena. in line. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like whatever. Well, and then yeah, it's like, two... oh, I don't want to be this character, so you drop yourself in line. Yeah, two quality of life changes I would really love to see is, one, the game fucking remembering what costume you've picked when you're signed into a profile. I would like, like, like no a... reason... On top of that, I would like a, like a favorite. So you could, like, star your favorite here so you know exactly where they are. Yeah, Something and like the other that. thing I was going to say was that, like... You can go in and be like, hey, I don't want these stages when I choose a random stage. Let me do that with fighters. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, like, that's a good like, call. I don't want to be Pac-Man. I don't want to be Rosalina. Like <laughs> maybe that's, not like, like turn that. off fighters, but maybe instead of have like a random option, maybe have like a favorites option, where like yeah. you pick like you pick like random. Yeah, you pick like a top ten that it just will pick a random of and cycle I like through. That because I don't want to play Isabella. <laughs> yeah, and like none of. I mean, we talk about this, and it's not gonna happen. So. <laughs> yeah. So let's, what let's, did you do besides Smash Ben? Um, I watched I watched some movies that are older because I don't watch a whole lot of movies, and so I've been on a kind of a binge. So I watched the Hostels. Which was I think it's just called Hostels. Hostels. Well, it was yeah, that, very, it was very good. That movie and gets you from like the first second. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, right off the bat. Yeah, hooks and you that is right off the bat. Different from Hostel. Yes, yeah. it is not <laughs> about a European hotel that tortures teenagers. It is, however, uh, closely related to the Trail of Tears. And stuff like and along those lines, but uh, it com- continues to solidify that Christian Bale is an amazing actor. Everybody in that movie is amazing. I mean, even that one dude who's um, man, I forget him, but he's like yeah, a, yeah, I know who you're talking about that ginger kid. He's in yeah. Breaking Bad as Todd. He's in the few. He's, um, he's in a few. He's, he's in a war in that, movie. He's in that um that um. Black Mirror episode that mirrors um, Star Trek in a way. Mm, uh, that's nice. super good episode. But like, yeah, he like everybody in that movie delivers like really well. Yeah, that was it was an amazing movie, and it was just er, the er, the whole time I was watching it, it was like, oh man, I need to play Red Dead again. <laughs> because yeah, is super cowboy is super cowboy western, uh, like that whole time period movie which i really enjoyed yeah it's just called hostels with an s and then i also watched the void which is a which was a crowdfunded movie it's got um the only real famous person in the movie that people would that you guys would recognize is knives cho from um (laughs) Uh, Scott, Pilgrim? Uh, Scott Pilgrim, but it's ah. it's like Silent, it's like a, it's like a better Silent Hill movie where this wait isn't this the one with the oh no I'm thinking cult. of Enter the Void no, this I'm thinking is of a completely called, different yeah. movie yeah, this I'm is sorry called Void. it's okay I was like I was like <laughs> what the fuck I, okay but anywho <laughs> it's a it's a it's a crazy movie about these uh, people uh, this cult. And uh, it all takes place in a hospital, and things just keep getting escalate, escalating bigger and bigger. What may there's there's grotesque eldritch horrors in it, and the th- cool thing about this is um, it's there's there's very little special effects. It all seems to be very practical effects and like makeup and uh, like makeup artists and stuff like that, and it's really grotesque but also very cool and i really enjoyed really it nice. and, and it was it, it was it was it was it was a random pick on netflix and i at first i at first i was like i don't know but then oh my god it just got crazy so if you're if you're feeling for a crazy ass movie 
that that's one. And Hostels is a very intense movie. But yeah, it's watch Hostels m- alone in the dark. <laughs> and then watch The Void alone in the dark. Both different feelings, both very epic. On the topic of movies, something I was um, thinking of doing for the future was going back and revisiting um, the 80s and 90s and finding a bunch of... um, Through time travel? um, (laughs) Well, through time travel in a sense. Um, But um, pick out a bunch of like movies that are like really quote-unquote popular or like quote-unquote must-sees that i haven't seen being like holy shit like how come i haven't seen this movie and so like that's something that i might be pulling up on a maybe bi-weekly basis as i figure out which movies i want to go for have you guys seen dancing in the rain because let me (laughs) tell you (laughs) like john mulaney talking about home alone you seen this dancing in the rain shit (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's something to look forward to. Cool. Something I decided to put on the books for like my podcast menu. And also a random time, I checked out that Netflix original series, Medal of Honor, which oh, okay. is like um, retell- reenactments of people who receive the Purple Heart. And it is, um, it's, it's, and they, you know, they interview people who, Purple Heart recipients, um, you know, people who understand, um, war and military and historians for certain older Purple Hearts. But it's, uh, it's really cool and it's really epic hearing about these, like, these stories of, like, real events and, like, how these people earn the Purple Heart, which is pretty epic. Yeah, history is pretty cool, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> History's the tits. Happened. <laughs> yeah. History's the tits. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Ke- that- we got anything else? I mean, Kevin, you said you had some weird, um, some some top topics, topical things, maybe. Uh yeah. So let's the uh, <laughs> the only thing. Probably, like, one of the big things that uh, I think we could kind of discuss, even though I don't think any of us were very big into the game, is that while it's hardly official yet, uh, Heroes of the Storm seems like it is on the uh, way out. Okay, I would just like to probably say I'm the one who's probably played the most Heroes of the Storm. I would say it's it's slightly baffling as they were kind of seeming to push it hard with a lot of adding new characters and adding yeah. the, um, the cross unlock elements through different Blizzard platforms. Yeah, they just like they just adopted a lot of um, Overwatch's platforms with like loot boxes for leveling and you know using essence or coins or. Uh, ben bucks to buy your skins and stuff like that, which you know you can obviously spend money for. I mean, like wild speculation, kind of they could be using that team for another project, or they're just I... gutting house because isn't it isn't it isn't Blizzard being run by other people now? Yeah, they've been owned by Blizzard Activision for a long time. 
Yeah, it's like, interesting. Like I five years now. I'd like to see the numbers, but like I pl I played the game, but I definitely played League more. I wonder if they couldn't compete in that market, or if they just took a personalized. You know, it was just their decision to scrap it and focus on something else. Like, or we don't want to go in that MOBA route, or Dota Two was beating them. Like, I'd like to see the yeah. numbers. You know, I think, and. I, I don't know that they've specifically stated anything, but I think it kind of goes along the lines of something the Super Best Friends uh, used to talk about, is that there is room for a... Like, for free-to-play stuff especially, there's room for, like, a winner, a second place, and then a third one that is, like, super weird. And Heroes of the Storm was not any of those. It was mm. not as big as Lord, LOL or Dota... And it was not weird enough to set itself apart. Oh, from like a traditional MOBA? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I enjoyed about it was um, shared XP. Which that means the whole team levels together rather than um, one player being better than the other leveling faster. So I enjoyed that kind of like balancing. But at the same time, I'd much rather just play League, you know? Yeah, and that's kind of my point, you know? Yeah, exactly. But it, it wasn't I, some, like, like, weird, brand-new genre of the, like, game type. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. now you're, like, army men in fucking World War Two. <laughs> it was just more fantasy stuff. It, yeah, it wasn't like uh, Super Monday Night Combat, where... The MOBA all of a sudden was a third-person shooter. Much rather than, I would much rather them make that fighting game. That would be really interesting. The oh, one that they from have the, in, from um, the, in the level. The one they the have in Tokyo Overwatch. level. Yeah. Yeah, Fighters of the Storm. Yeah, the two D <laughs> fighting game. Yeah, that, I think that would be really interesting. So, what that do you think, Kevin? Cool you think game they're just I would never play? You think they're just <laughs> cut? They're just cutting slack. Yeah, I think it just didn't make enough to warrant mm. the effort they were putting into it. And yeah, that's true. They the were putting, like I said, they were putting a lot of effort into. They it. had a committed team to it. Yeah, so I guess yeah, yeah. I'm just like and nope. especially with rumors of Diablo Four on the horizon, maybe oh, yeah. moving people towards something like that. Get it probably on track not any... faster after the backlash of the other Diablo th release. Yeah. Probably not any new IPs. Lord knows we would. Do you think they might now. make like um another Overwatch, like another game within the Overwatch universe? I think they'll make another. That's mobile not a game. first-person shooter. I think they'll make another mobile game. See, but like they're not, they're not even doing that. Like they for uh, Diablo Immortal, they just you know chuck that out to a third party like Chinese company so it's not even yeah. like they're really dedicating much time or effort to that and oh wow as far as like an overwatch game like I would kind of love to see something like that All right, I would have loved to see something like that two years ago when the game came out and the lore was established that game is two fucking years old and has had four characters, four or five characters introduced and has already retcon retconned its own story so many fucking times that, like, 
I can't. I don't care. Like they built this cool interconnected world with all these characters, and then they really and dropped now, it along. Yeah, and they've just kept changing things to the point where like I don't care about the world. Like you know, I read something saying that like with the Ash cinematic, like McCree is like simultaneously six different ages. And, like, some of the things that he's supposedly done, based on information we've now received, happened, like, a decade before he was born. And so it's just, like, if you can't keep that kind of consistency, I don't really care about anything else in your world, because at that point, it's just the gameplay aspect. Wow, it's it's so weird to see how, you know, Blizzard was, like, on the top of their game, like, two years ago, with the success of Overwatch, and now... They really just dropped the ball with it. It like they had some, some like a golden goose, you know. They just I mean, kind of still wildly successful. Yeah, but it's, it's just lost a lot of what interested me, <clears throat> honestly. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> For sure. What do you think they're gonna do next? I mean, we got the the Warcraft Three Reforged, which I'm probably gonna get because I loved Warcraft Three. But, like, what else are they going to do? Just keep working on WoW and Overwatch? And I feel maybe... like they have no choice but to make a Diablo 4. Vikings 2. Yeah, bring back the Lost Vikings. <laughs> That'd be a yeah. deep cut. Lost Vikings 2. <laughs> yeah, because I, I can't... It's too early for any kind of StarCraft 3. I don't think there's even, like... A strong desire there, like for yeah, Warcraft Four, definitely not. No, I mean for Starcraft. Oh yeah, because like already before the story was finished, people stopped caring. Like yeah, I didn't even I didn't even get the third one. I had to get. They had to give me. Blizzard had to give me the third one for free (laughs) for me to finish the game. Exactly. Yeah. So I think they. That's because they just. That's that's what they get for drawing it out for so long. Yeah. Because when StarCraft Two dropped, the hype was so real. We wanted all three of those stories, but then it was like, oh. Now you have to wait another two years for the middle part, and then three years for the third part. It was a combination of drawing it out so long and not being good enough to justify that. They blue ball. You know, that's something. That's something. Uh, Valve could pull off with Half-Life 2 because it was consistently really good. Mm-hmm. But, like, the story for StarCraft 2 fucking wasn't there to try and do something like that. And so when it's just like, okay, well, here's the third part with more story that's not very well written or very interesting and gameplay that you have access to with the first two parts, like... Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to give a shit. Right. It's just new story, and it's like new units, but you can only use them in story mode. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, and if I just buy the first game, I get all the units online, no problem. The thing that everyone plays StarCraft 2 for is the online. But so yeah, I think Diablo 4 is the most likely thing we're going to see next. There's not a lot of interest in StarCraft 3. They're not going to make Warcraft 4. World of right Warcraft after just Reforged. had a new expansion come out. So, yeah. Hmm. 
I would very much like to see a Warcraft Netflix series potentially animated. More most likely yeah. animated. <laughs> nope. Real orcs. Real elves. <laughs> I'd be I down for like... that, but like Warcraft also suffers from what I just talked about with Overwatch, but to a lesser extent because it's a much older IP yeah. and has more yeah. excuse for it. Right. They would have to. I mean, they did try to, I guess, shake the story up for Battle of Azeroth, but I feel like, I mean, they can't. They're not going to end. Quote. They're not going to like end WoW or make like a WoW two. Mm-hmm. I mean, the boss of the last expansion was Sargeras. Like, yeah, like it doesn't. <laughs> the get... God King of Evil, yeah. like the literal God of Evil, and. That wasn't the end of. <laughs> well, now the you have MMO. old. You have the old gods or whatever. The Which old is like, gods of Eve. Yeah, but like they're fucking so several levels below Sargeras. Yeah. That it's like. Sargeras was the big bad guy through like all the Warcrafts. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, like. I just uh they're kind of at a loss in a way yeah everything is just like almost like run gone on too long yeah they need a new ip or like something needs to change they need to get all the old all the all the og like the the hip-hop heads of blizzard need to get back in charge but that'll <laughs> never happen their boom yeah, boxes so we'll and sneakers and neon uh, neon like mall cups. Yeah, my prediction is that Blizzard is gonna just keep meting their way to the oh, no. top of everything. <laughs> so please, we'll no. see if they. We do have the t the one the one tease for WoW that is kind of like slightly promising was from the Q and A when the the one guy who used to be a designer and he was like the vo- he's the voice of thrall and he went up there and asked his question was um when is the horde going to get their war chief back and then all the developers on stage like all played real coy like they didn't know he was going to be there and oh, like it was all obviously all, you don't care kevin but i like thrall He's an earth elemental. So, guy. like, but if I, he if he was reintroduced back into the story through some expansion, it could be a, a resurgence. But it's not even like, hey, I don't believe that the issue that World of Warcraft has had with its storytelling for the better part of a decade is that Thrall wasn't a big enough fucking part of it. B, it's no. not even Thrall as a character. I just, I, you can't keep fucking changing the leader of the horde and have me <laughs> invested in what the fuck is happening. Yeah, it's like, just, it's I don't just... want... Oh my god, Kevin, you have me so worried. Like, I don't want them to become the most okayest game company. <laughs> yeah, because they used to be, billion like, dollars. Yeah. yeah, they are, they are like, you know, when you think of some of the best games ever, they're usually Blizzard games. Yeah. Uh, I've... We need to cut this short. But yeah, I I feel like Bethesda and uh, Blizzard have both fallen in this trap. Um, Yeah. They're they're too big to fail. It doesn't matter what they put out. As long as it runs, and in Bethesda's case, it doesn't even need to meet that. 
it'll fucking sell a million copies and they'll be <laughs> fucking fine. We'll deal with the fallout afterwards. And Pun I can't be yeah, I can't be excited for anything they release anymore. Yeah. Well, at least we have Nintendo and Rockstar and Guerrilla Games to look forward to. They're working on a new IP as well as the sequel to um Zero. Uh Zero Dawn, so Nice. We'll end on a so, high note. Yeah. <laughs> the hopeful future of quote unquote smaller developers. Yeah. Look, as oh, much as Rockstar is a smaller cyberpunk. developer compared to Blizzard. <laughs> cyberpunk twenty seventy seven.